Well, g'day everybody. Sam Marwood here from Cultivate Farms and we're all about finding solutions for people who want to own a farm or uh, and in this case with our topic today, stay on their farm for as long as they would like. Uh, and we're unpacking a concept that we've uh, coined uh, and looking to really build upon called Aging on Farm. And I'm chatting with Maria Berry, who has helped spark this idea uh, and we'll be delivering it together. Maria, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Sam. Hi. Now, I've got a bit of a blurb about you, Maria, and I'll get you to give some of your backstory. But I'm like, we're really excited to be working with you and un unpacking this. And we think it's going to be an amazing project for for uh, communities across Australia. Um, but I'll go through these dot points that I've got here, Maria, which I'm super impressed with, and that's why I love working with you. So you're a champion for older Australians, community builder, and an elder abuse awareness and prevention educator. And there's a lot in there to unpack, and uh, it's a whole world that we're keen to get our head around more and, and support you. Um, you're based in northeast Victoria, and, and um, I think the first time we got in touch was through Facebook, which I love social media so much because we meet so many great people. But that was the first time we connected, wasn't it, Maria? You reached out, I think. It was, Sam. It was. I'd just come back from Narrabri. I'd done a presentation in Narrabri uh, around World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, and it hit me after the presentation. I got swamped by the older farming families that opened up with their concerns about where they were and what they were doing. And the penny dropped and I thought, right, I, I came home and I thought, I am going to message this Sam Marwood because <laughs> I just think this is needs to be, uh, to come out. There's something here. And then I was really amazed, Sam, because you responded, I think, within two minutes and said, why haven't we met or connected before? <laughs> It, and yeah, and uh, uh, that that focus on supporting retiring farmers is just such a strong component of what we do at Cultivate Farms, and we're definitely not experts. And so having champions like yourself is just so empowering, exciting. And again, that's why I'm excited for this discussion today and our work ongoing. But um, I want to unpack a bit more about your passion, Maria, and maybe your backstory around how you you got involved in this topic, which is quite a heavy topic, uh, but so important. Um, just love um, for you to give your give your background. Oh, thanks, Sam. It, and it is a heavy topic. It is a big topic. My, well, my passion is I, I'm a farm girl. I've grown up in northeast rural Victoria on a farm and was a carer for my ageing parents. And I tell you what, it was a really difficult time. It was possibly 15 years of um, now trying to navigate and get support and help and also the issues around the farm itself. So my passion went from there. I thought, well, how can, how can we do this better? We, we're really not supporting older farmers. We're, we're not doing it well. There's lots of services, there's lots of organisations and there's lots of good things happening, but we're not tapping in at a grassroots level. Mm -hmm. And I guess I, I became a health consumer representative and I've been doing that for over 10 years. I go up and down the highway, I go all over Australia at times, presenting and speaking and talking. But it's just getting that rural voice out there. We do have uh, so many amazing people and resources here, but how do we tap into it? And I think another, another breaker for me was after completing the Alpine Valley's Community Leadership Program, I just thought, no, no this, 
a community leadership, there is so much more that we can do. The, the network and the resources that open up for me, and I thought, and I also, with my work, I hear every day of the struggles uh, for people, um, accessing services, you know, our under-resources and all of that. But there are some amazing people in our communities. And I think we can, we can pull this together and help assist farmers to age well on farm allow them uh, more choices and opportunities than what we're currently giving them. And our farms are our future. And it's just crucial that we do something. And people are living longer and ageing. So this is an issue that we do have to look at and address. And we need to do it together, like as a community. Oh, I love it. And also, I think, as you're talking, Marie, I'm thinking that th this isn't hopeless. There are actually plenty of solutions um, out there around ageing on farm. It feels like what our project, and we'll un unpack it a bit more in a, in a second, is more just pulling those ideas out and putting them into one spot and getting your ideas off, out of your brain onto a piece of paper um, and testing it with people and having a, a bit of a guide. Um, so it doesn't oh. feel like in, un, insurmountable. Oh, absolutely, Sam. And I guess, I think, you know, 15 years ago, I felt a little bit hopeless. I thought, oh, this is so frustrating. But now I think, no, no, it's not about what we can't do, it's about what we can. And there, it, there are so many good people and good resources out there and it's just so important. And particularly with your project, Cultivate Farms, well, I can't emphasise enough how important this is to, um, to retain our farming. And that intergenerational link as well is so crucial. Uh, older farmers, uh, reconnecting with younger younger aspiring farmers and just how powerful and how great that is to me it was like wow this is just fantastic this is just you know out of the box and this is just what we need i couldn't agree more maria and um so so the backstory of cultivators where we're trying to find farm ownership opportunities for the next generation uh, farmers who have this desire to own a farm and We've realised that it's through relationships we can match them with retiring farmers who don't have kids of their own or whose kids don't want it um, and they can share ownership and that's sort of the, the main focus we, we look at but through that we're, we're meeting many retiring farmers and um, they've gone through their own journey in understanding what they want for themselves and their farm and, and uh, a lot of times that, that just takes time and, and energy and uncertainty. And it feels like if we can provide a document like this aging on farm, we can help people work through that five, 10 years, 20 years of thinking uh, around what they really want for themselves and, and their farm. And because that's, that's the, that's why it's been such a good timing to think about this aging on farm now and that we've got a, a number of years of experience working with retiring farmers and then being able to match with Maria's knowledge and experience as well. Um, it feels like we're going to have a great resource here for, for our farmers. Um, and so the issues are, um, I'd love to unpack with you, Maria, as well. Like why, what are the, some of the um, reasons why we're looking at this? Um, number one, probably number one I think about is um, that there are farmers out there who you know, have been on their farm their whole life and they love it and they don't really want to move off, but they feel like it. And maybe it is the only option, but they feel like it, it is the only option, but maybe there are other other scenarios is is that one of the issues marie you, you see is people moving off prematurely 
Oh, absolutely, Sam. And I wished, I wish Coldabate Farms had been around when, um, when my uh, parents were alive, because it really would have um, just been amazing. It would have been the you know, been of great support and help. Yes, um, it, the choices uh, for older farmers. There's just not choices there, and. Farming is not just about the work on the land, it's the, it's the dream and it's the passing on that heritage, that knowledge, that future, that, that um, I'm trying to think of the wording for this, but I remember when I looked into my father's eyes and his heart and soul and love was in his farm. Mm. It, was, it was just everything to him. So, I, I, yes, and also... It's all right to say, all right, um, you're getting older and you're struggling at home, you're on a farm. Yes, we can get you some services, but can you get them some services? At the moment, we've got um, services at capacity, we've got distances, we've got social isolation, we've got all these kind of things happening. And we've got some farmers that are really out there on their own and they're possibly not reaching out to people as well or they're too proud. You know, they're too proud. And I think this is a way of building that relationship and offering other options of support and, yeah, other choices. That The choices are so limited. I, I, feel, I feel for an ageing farmer. They're just, we're not tapping into those re other resources that we could possibly, that are out there to, to enable this to happen. And to me, it... It doesn't seem like it should be this hard. Mm. And it's so important we retain these farms for the future, for our rural regional areas, for our towns, for our, for our kids growing up, for our industry, for agriculture, for everything. But it's also, it's supporting our old, older community, it's supporting our ageing farmers. They're still here. They're still part of our communities. That's right, and, and keeping them. I love the idea they can stay on as long as they want and not necessarily just move into town. But there's a word you said um, there, uh, Maria, around resources. And I think the way we've been seeing next-generation farmers is we want retiring farmers to see them as a resource, that there are so many people out there who would love to farm anywhere in Australia with a farmer who's willing to farm with them. And I feel like a, a lot of this is in uncovering or encouraging retiring farmers to say well if you if you are slowing down or physically can't do the work that you, you did in the past there are um, young farmers next-gen farmers out there who want to own a farm and maybe it's not about sharing ownership straight away but maybe it's a pathway but there are people out there who would love to work alongside you and uh, help you realize the vision of your farm and so you become the the chairperson rather than the ceo and um and you've got people running around uh, for you uh, to help realise that vision. So that that is the like, angle that we're, we're promoting a lot through this is find those next-gen farmers and, and find a win-win relationship to, to get the farm really going. Absolutely, Sam. And for me, like, I look around my area here and I think of um, my ageing farmer neighbours, uh, 86, uh, I think there's an 89-year-old farmer and... Uh, one of them I know is on his own and it's also a safety issue. Mm. He's out there on his own trying to uh, keep up with the physical demands of farming and he's struggling but he's still very proud uh, and he doesn't know 
we to actually reach out for some help. And that little bit of help would make all the difference for him and his farm. So there's a whole there's a whole range of questions around and around what what could be done. And, and it's great, and you've sort of made me um, unpack more why we're doing this. Like we've always thought that um, you know the biggest issue for next gen farmers around ownership is having access to capital and land. And we think the power is so much in the ne- in the in the older generation of farmers that if uh, farmers just thought about sharing ownership with kids that aren't their own, there would be no issue with regional decline or, or farmers you know, farms getting bigger and communities getting smaller. Um, if it's to, if we change that mindset that they're okay to share some sort of ownership with the next gen, there'll be there'll be a brain drain from the city. So that's sort of another driver for us behind this whole program is getting farmers to think about this as a possibility so that we get more more farmers out on the land. Oh, absolutely, Sam. And I think it's something that farmers, the, the, our ageing farmers, they actually want, they want something. They do. They really do want something. So I think um, there's just so many possibilities with this and potential as to what, what you can do. Um, and I, I think every day I'm hearing stories of farmers, you know, struggling, uh, you know, depressed, uh, walking off, selling the farm to the next door neighbour or a big company or something like that. And there's just nowhere to go for them. And bringing in, um, as I said, younger farmers, it's a win-win. It's just such a win-win for everybody. And it's certainly a win-win for the ageing farmer in that it's going to improve their health, their well-being, their you know retain their their dream and keep them on farms, aging well. Our current system is not going to be able to sustain what is coming with our aging population about to go even bigger through the roof. So it's this is why this project is so important because it's coming up with some solutions and it's solutions that come in from individual communities and the resources that are there. So I just think it's going to be crucial and so important. Well, let's unpack these solutions more, Maria. Um, so the, the concept is aging in place. Yeah, sorry. There, there is aging in place already and there's a lot of work around that. And I think that's mainly focused at, around home and I'm no expert and I'm getting my understanding about this more, but we're trying to, get all those ideas and add new ones to it, but package around this aging on farm concept. And we think what we need to develop, and this is our pathway, is a guide to how you go about aging on farm to have a comprehensive understanding of all the things you need to think through to make the right decision around whether you do or or don't. Um, And we have a definition as well. I was just um, looking at this before this meeting Maria and I think actually is a really nice description this is how we've defined aging on farm it's the process of farmers realizing their potential for physical social and mental well-being on their farm Um, and it probably needs to be something there around for as long as they would like Um, and I think a cornerstone has already outlined of this um, for for us is is how do you find those resources to allow that to happen and there's going to be online resources and the community and the health services but I think a key part of this will be 
tapping into the next generation of farmers to support the farm management as well, which is something we're, we're definitely keen on, on seeing happen with Cultivate. So I want to now unpack, Maria, just the com- different components that we, we think make up this guide um, and just get, get your thoughts on all the different aspects. But um, number one we've got here is farm business. And so I feel like you, we need to make sure the retiring farmer has the right advisors and their supporters all around them around just the business itself um, and to make sure that it can be viable or it is viable. And then if they do want to bring someone in, that there's, there's something there to be able to, to build around. Um, and then the next one is the farmer match in succession. So that's where I think we'll delve into it a bit more, uh, Maria, around the, the concept of who you, who are you, who are you, could you hand this farm on to, uh, especially if you don't have kids of your own to do that uh, with. Uh, and this is, I guess, the whole the bread and butter of cultivate farms around how do you find someone that you're willing to trust uh, and potentially share ownership with, which is a massive, that itself is a massive thought process and a massive decision. Uh, so we'll probably spend a bit of time unpacking that uh, in this guide. Uh, farmer health, Maria, is that, what are the things you think are around from a, a farmer health? You talk about isolation as well and ma- ma- mental health, um, looking at that component. Oh. Oh, absolutely, Sam. And uh, farmer health can be around um, what's happening with their business too. Like you've just mentioned um, the viability of their business. And um, perhaps as older farmers, are, if they're on their own, the kids don't want the farm or, you know, um, and they're physically not able to do what they could when yep. they were in their 20s, which is completely understandable. If the farm is starting to regress a little bit and there's business, you know, financial pressure, that's going to affect their health as well. So mm. that's a really key thing. Um, and, yeah, social isolation, not, as I keep saying, not having, feeling like not having any other choices or resources, not wanting to leave their farm. A very important thing that has come up, that comes up all the time with me is, um, I don't want to leave my farm. I don't want to have to go to another town outside my community. I want to stay and be in my community. And on some occasions, you might find if you're in a small country town, there are there are no, say if someone does, you know, their health declines to the point that they really need a lot more support. They are forced out and sometimes they're forced out to another area and another town and then they've lost their connections in the community and they've lost uh, people coming in to see them and visit them, uh, whereas retaining them locally and looking, looking after them is just going to be such a significant impact for them. And it's also, it's, it's a positive thing too in that it's, it's giving older farmers some hope and it's going to, um, what did my father used to say, um, spark up the plug, you know. There's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and I don't have to do this and this is what I would like to do. And it's about listening to older farmers and what they want. And I think if you sit down and have that conversation, they, they don't want to move off their farm. They don't want to go into a retirement village or home that's miles away. They want, they want to be able to stay there as long as possible. So, yeah, so farmer health is just such a huge, huge topic mm. um, that just interrelates with everything that you're doing. 
and just as you're talking, I'm thinking, Maria, like the um, the ability to give people the chance to to think and outline what their hopes are, irrespective of maybe what they're thinking around the practical realities of what's possible. So to be able to free people and go say, what do you really, what do you really want for yourself and your farm? Let's just outline that, and then let's work backwards around how that could be uh, achieved. And that probably probably rarely happens. People people probably think about the the machinations of or the the uh, barriers that would stop even them thinking or, or working through those sort of big vision for themselves. Um, so giving time for people to think about their, their, what they really want, I think would be really powerful as part of this as well. Oh, absolutely, Sam. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, giving people, yeah, time to think about to, to think about it and and some hope as well as to what other things are there. So yeah, yeah it's just crucial. Now, I'll keep going through the list. We've got here um, community, and I, I think you've been touching on a few things, Maria, but un- unlocking how a community can support uh, a farmer um, age on farm and, and also the resources that are available locally. Um, and that'll obviously differ from community to community, but there'll be some, um, I guess some standard concepts there that we can really unpack. Um, home and farm layout, I think, is really interesting. So how do you make sure your home is, is set up so you can? Um, age on farm and that's definitely a component of this aging in place that I've been researching but even the farm layout how could you adjust the farm so you can get around the farm um, better as well I think is a really interesting concept to, to unpack um, oh absolutely Sam and another thing that the government is uh, you know the promotion has been on aging aging in home aging in place um, but we this is where uh, aging uh, farmers aging well this is the whole concept of the idea is that how do we enable older farmers to age well on farm so this is something that people perhaps have not thought about if that makes sense mm. and and it's um and just as you're talking as well i'm thinking about in case studies it's probably few of those we need to unpack as well and give people those those ideas to go, oh, well, if they've done it, maybe it is possible. Um, that ties into that hope that hope picture and hope idea we were talking about before. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think it's going to be very hard to, um, to get some case studies, <laughs> Sam, so not very hard at all. That's right. And it's not like this is a new concept in a way, is it? There's plenty of people age on no. it's, uh, We're just trying to make it simpler for people to understand the, the thought process to, to make it a great experience. Oh, absolutely. So the final two, we've got around logistics and, and options analysis and options analysis is um, probably the, the one where you sit back and go, well, here are all the different scenarios and let's think about what's real and unpack it with your family and, and as needed. But for us, they feel like the, the, the cornerstone concepts under, underline this guide and what we'll be doing over the next, few months is uh, unpacking those with hopefully a half a dozen or more retiring farmers um, with a particular focus in northeast Victoria and sort of central north central Victoria uh, Maria and ourselves are, are going to be working through that and out of that come up with these case studies come up with a, a guide and maybe also some maybe some policy um, thinking as well Maria there, there are probably lots of ideas we'll unpack along this journey so if oh. you're a farmer uh, who's thinking about aging on farm, we would love to chat to you and, and work through your scenario and hopefully help you along the way, but use that as a, as a help for other farmers uh, through your, your, your knowledge.
Um, yeah, so please do reach out. Get in touch with me through the website um, and, uh, and anyone else who's interested in this whole concept. We're definitely keen to meet more people to build the momentum around this, around this concept. But um, Maria, thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for your dedication in, in this topic and for um, putting up with me and uh, trying <laughs> to unpack this concept. Um, Sam, thank you very much. Some, I woke up this morning and I thought, now what's this young whippersnipper doing, um, you know, um, talking to me <laughs> about this? But we have, we have a, a lot of work to do, but it, you know what, it's, it's such a positive thing and um, I'm really excited about it. And thank you for the opportunity. Pleasure, Maria. Uh, so, yeah, please get in touch. And uh, if, uh, if this isn't uh, for you specifically or you're waiting to see the results, uh, look out. We'll be, um, we'll be promoting this everywhere once we've uh, understood this a bit better. So we're very hopeful for the future. But thank you very much, Maria, and uh, it will speak very soon. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for your attention. We know there are thousands of other things you could be doing or other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've chosen to listen to us. We appreciate your time so much. Please reach out uh, as we're happy to work through your farm ownership pathway with you. Let's get you farming.